everyone. Welcome to the show. Another great edition, a live edition of Bring It In The House podcast show where we spotlight musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. I'm your host, Millie Mills. Get your meal. Get it? <laughs> I'm excited because in the house with us tonight, we have our, our family member, I should say, from overseas, super talented, Afrobeats musician, recording artist, Kali Morgan. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Now, did I mess up your name? I'm the queen of that. No, no that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Kali Morgan. Kali, okay. I love that. Yeah. that. That's beautiful. I love it. So, Kali, Thank you. Uh, what part of Africa is? are you from? Kenya, Ghana? Well, I'm actually from Nigeria. Nigeria, okay. All right. Congratulations on all your success. Yeah, now, when did you start? When did you start uh, doing beats, rapping, recording? When did it start for you? Maybe I would say I started. Um, that was 20, 2006. That was when I entered the university. It's like a, um, a higher institution here in Nigeria. So I started um, in my hundred level actually. Started mm -hmm. freestyling and all that. I wasn't really deep into it. But when I graduated, that was 2010, 2011, I started to like go into music. And can you turn your mic up and... just a little bit? Excuse me. Can you turn your mic up just a little bit so we can make sure uh, we hear you? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. Yes. Yeah, so um, 20, 2010, 2011, when I graduated, so that was when I actually went into music truly, and I became um, an Afrobeat artist. I started doing it. Yeah. yeah Where I started actually in my 26 when I was in school. That was just freestyling. Yeah, I went deep into it 2010, 2011. Yeah. Afro Beats. I love Afro Beats. We're going to listen to a couple of your tracks before the show yeah, is. Who are some of the early, uh, I guess, recording artists, you know, Afro Beats artists that kind of influenced you to help you get started? Wow. Wow. I, I would say Bonaboy, um, Bonaboy, Two Face Indivia. Those are actually our legends. Bonaboy is actually a new cut, but he's actually good. He's my mentor. But sometimes I'm trying to sound like him, my sons. I say, why you sound like Bonaboy, you know? <laughs> yes. So these are the people. Bonaboy, Whiskey, Two-Face. Yeah. These are the real guys, my real guys. Yeah. Awesome. That's amazing. Now, you, you said about the university you went to. Did you study? I want to make sure I heard you clearly. Did you study music in college while you no. were attending university? I didn't think you did. Okay. No, I so, did. No, I did mass communication. Mass communication. All right. We got similar art. That's what my degree is in. Yay. Oh, so, that's sorry. amazing. That's amazing. So, and then once you graduated, it's kind of like you, you uh, shifted from mass communication and you started producing, recording. When was the first time, your very first time in the studio, you know, when you decided to lay your first track, what was that like? It was kind of scary because <laughs> I, I remember I, I told the producer, I said, please, I don't want anybody in the room. I just want you and I to be in the room. Let me do my thing. And he was like, as an artist, you need to have people in the studio because people have to cheer you up to make you think that you are doing better or not doing better. So I, I was like skeptic in a kind of way, but I did good. It wasn't that good though, but I did good. Yeah. <laughs> what year was that? Was that around what, 05, 06 maybe? When you, your first time in the studio? Oh, uh, well, like 10 of them. 
I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah, you said if there were the people that was in the studio, right? Yeah. What year? Was it like 2002, oh, oh, 2003? Sorry, no, that was, that was, um, that was 20, 2009, 2009. 2009. Okay. And you write and produce all of your, your sounds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Music is actually something I something I have passion for. So my passion actually pushed me to do it more. That's why every day I record. I try to record every day as an artist. Mm -hmm. Even though I don't drop it, I just record and have it in my catalog. You record it. Okay. Okay, well we're gonna take a listen to one of your tracks so everybody can see why did we feature you and all your success. I mean, he is really I, I think I, I like it. Let's give it up for Kali. This is one of his singles called Give It Up. And that's, like I just said, give it up for Kali. Let's take a listen Thank on how. The same. Anytime I try, you always crumble. I might be slow, but faster than you. Don't even think you will remember. Turn up and see, see some liquor. Do you feel the taste of the liquor? I know you won't really remember, but I will always be reminded. I never give it up. Yeah, I never give it up. I never give it up. Yeah, you all I want. Give it up, it's smooth, man. 
Man, Khalid, you still with me? I know you're uh, trying to get ready for your show. Um, you got a lot going on on your on that end as well. Yeah, there you go. The connection is coming back. Yeah, that's beautiful. Now, that single, Give It Up, is from your album called Man Alone? Yeah, Man Alone, yeah. Man Alone, yeah. How many, how many uh, cuts are on that track? How many singles is on that one album? Oh, it's actually five, five songs on the album. Yeah, the five songs It's actually there. an EP, titled Extended Play. Yeah. It's an EP, okay, all right. So on my extended play, yeah. Yes, yes. And, you know, tell us about what you got going on. Right now, you're currently performing where? Yeah, I'm um, actually performing in, in, a, in a lounge, D28, just a mini show. They're actually having a party here, so they invited me for it. I should come do my thing, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes, I'm trying yes, to buy yes. my time and reciprocate. Buy your time, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just Funny. joining us, we're talking to Afrobeats musician, recording artist Kali from Nigeria. He took time out of his busy schedule to talk with us and tell us all about what he's been doing with his recording career. He started out in, um, I believe he said, 06. And now, you know, he's got music everywhere. Spotify, YouTube, wherever you can hear music on these platforms. Just type in K-H-A-L-I and, uh, you know, his music comes right up. I think I just lost him. Um, Hopefully he gets back in. You know, we're talking from Africa, so it's my time, central time here is 2.28. We had to, you know, we're pre-recording the show here. Uh, it was around, in, you know, it's in the afternoon, but it's nighttime over there. So, um, you know, that's, uh, that's a lot to be said, you know, how dedicated he is that he was able to, you know, take time to speak with us. And hopefully he'll come back, you know, like I said, as overseas, the connection sometimes goes in and out, even locally it does that. But hopefully he'll get back in and tell us more about what, what he has going on. We have another track by him that I wanted to talk about. Um, he could tell us more about this track. It's called Freaky. And um, he did a collab with it. It looks like uh, Kino Black featured on this track. So hopefully we can get uh, get him. Yeah. I know for me, must have for the time that you did it for me. What you wanna sign, you know it's on me. I can't even know you for me. I'm sorry, sorry, I don't give, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm not running from it, I 
everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is the second half of Bring It in the House podcast show, where we spotlight musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. Get your meal. I'm your host, Millie Mills, and I'm excited to have this beautiful, rising content uh, creator and licensed esthetician here, you know, I don't want to brag too much because she's my daughter, but I'm very <laughs> proud of her. <laughs> Let's give it up for the lovely Ramil. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Thank how you are for you having doing? me. You're very, very welcome. So, Ramil, you've been so busy. Your first time mother, your wife, a homemaker, entrepreneur, uh, content creator, all of that. Wow, my gosh. Tell us how do you how do you manage or juggle? Uh, and so many hats. Um, honestly, I don't know. I've, I've always been really good at multitasking. So thank goodness for that. <laughs> thank goodness for that. Well, we got to say congratulations on all your success. Hello, Maya. I know she's probably somewhere playing with her toys and all that good stuff. Well, let's mm -hmm. get into this interview. So um, back around 2019, you received your license as an esthetician, right? I did. I graduated from Paul Mitchell Austin, um, March 2019. And um, from there, sorry, I have allergies. Uh, from there, I started working at a med spa and I worked there for about eight months. And there they kind of taught me everything I knew. I didn't know that I was necessarily learning everything to start my own, but I was just taking in all the information I could and business was getting really slow. And it just got to the point where I was like, I feel like I can do this on, the, on my own. I've been working in the spa for about four years, like running the front. And I just learned how to do the back, run the back. So I was like, I think I can do this on my own. I, I want to do it on my own. I'm losing money and time being here so the rest is history the rest is history well you've always you know even as a child you've always been so independent and so creative and you know you had your little dolls you would do their hair and you know it, you know you you know so it's not no surprise to me as your mom that you would take this direction but i i know you know at one time you kind of experienced a little like acne and things like that when you were younger and so yes. did that have something to do do with it it did it had a lot to do with it i suffered with acne um i think starting in sixth grade is when i started to see dark spots on my face and i didn't know what they were turns out they were post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation um, at the time, I had no idea what that was. Mm -hmm. I just felt like my face looked like a chocolate chip cookie, and I wanted to fix it. I had, you know, some kids be like, well, you have so many dots on your face, man. You can, like, play Connect Four. So, like, little things like that yeah. kind of just stayed in my head, and I just always wanted to fix my skin. And when I got diagnosed with something that I don't even think I really have. So we're not going to go mm -hmm. into that. But mm -hmm. they told me the medication that I had or that they were giving me was going to cause acne. And I didn't believe him. I thought he was just being dramatic. Turns out it gave me hormonal acne throughout my teenage years. And it was just, I'm not going to, I'm being dramatic. I've definitely seen worse. But for me, it was yeah. that. 
Uh, yeah. It was bad for me. <laughs> and um, that's kind of what sparked my interest, yeah. especially um, once I started working in the spa and then I became friends with one of the estheticians in the back. She was always like, hey, come in the room. Hey, come in the room. And she's like showing me all this stuff, giving me like, free chemical pills, free products to take home. And yeah, that also is what sparked it because I wanted to figure out how can I fix this? Mm -hmm. So, so you're kind of like a, a skin doctor, so to speak. <laughs> I don't want to say doctor. I'll say skin specialist. Yes. Okay. Skin doctor. That's a lot of credit. We'll give that to the dermatologist. <laughs> yes. Give that to them. <laughs> yes, I understand. <laughs> well, you've come a long ways. Not only are you, you know, you're specializing in, you know, the, um, when it comes to skin, but you also do lashes and things like that. And I, I was able to pull some of your, your photos of some of your work that you do. It is amazing. Look Thank at you. girls right here. It's funny because I, like I said, I had gone to school because I was interested in skin. And once I started working at the med spa, they actually offered lash extensions. And since the holiday season was approaching, uh, the manager wanted all the newbies to learn lashes. And my first day trying it, I hated it. I was slow. Um, I had no idea how to use my left hand. So just that part right there. I I remember looking at my trainer and telling her, like, I don't want to do this. So can y'all just stick to scheduling me, like, only facial treatments? Like, I really don't want to do lashes. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. And they were like, no, you got to learn. And then now look at me. That actually, that is the main focus of aesthetics by Ramil. It's lashes. Lashes. I see. Because mm -hmm. your work, your work speaks for itself. Let's look at that again. Wow. <laughs> I love you. the pink accents. Yes, she is such a fun. Well, now friend, but we met through my job. She's such a nice client. She is also another nice client as well. You know what's funny? Both of their names are Joya. <laughs> wow. And I, I love you. Look at the difference there because hers is um, they're, they're big, but they're not as, you know, as full. So you have the, you know, different styles. Uh, yes, I definitely like the more of the natural looks. Now, this picture right here, along with the pink one, that's probably mm -hmm. as crazy as I'll go uh, for my clients. But mm -hmm. for my clientele, I really like the natural not too crazy in your face lashes. Yes. I like the natural wispy look. Yes. And then you you kind of transitioned from how did you get from you okay now you a licensed esthetician but you also a content creator. <laughs> kind of talk to that uh, a little bit. How that come about? So with that I think I've always secretly wanted to be a content creator or I've always wanted to be famous of some sort, right? So I've kind of always put content out when it concerns my hair, because people have always asked like, oh, what do you use for your hair? What do you do this? So I've put out stuff in the past and it didn't really create much traction. Um, but I think back in 2021 or 2020, some video kind of went viral on Instagram for me. And I didn't really pay attention to it. I was more so focused on aesthetics by Ramil. Mm -hmm. So I told myself the next time I get just a little bit of attention online, like I'm going all the way, 
because mm-hmm. let's be real. I've seen what the internet can do for people and I want to live that lifestyle. Boom, yeah. I'm putting it out there, okay? Because we're going to watch this in like two years. We're going to be like, oh my gosh, she's funny. So, yeah, it's um, putting into the atmosphere. Yeah, after I have my daughter, I realize like, wow, I'm obsessed with her. I love her. I don't want to miss any time from her. Um, I don't want to go back to work. Oops, like I don't <laughs> want to go back to work. I love her. She is, she's so cute. She means the world to me. How can I stay at home? Um, mm-hmm. Like luckily, oh, <laughs> luckily I have the opportunity to be a stay at home mom, but I mm-hmm. just want to really secure that mm-hmm. position. And mm-hmm. so um, I feel like when you are a stay at home mom, sometimes you get in this like same old, same old routine. So I was kind of getting bored and I was dealing with postpartum shedding. And so I had to cut a lot of my hair off and I was like, okay, I'm at home. I had to cut all my hair off because I'm always wearing it in a bun. Like I need to figure out styles that look good on me. Like this is the time for me to like play in my hair and figure out. Mm -hmm. So that's how the hair videos started Um, because I originally started off with cleaning and organizing just because I, I like, I like watching those videos. They're always satisfying to me. Um, But once those started getting traction, I was like, yeah, I miss making the hair videos. So I used the opportunity as like trying to find out hairstyles that work for me, postpartum mom life. And those created traction. A lot of (laughs) Take a look at one of your videos here. Um, I I love watching. I receive a lot of PR gifts now, yeah. uh, which is actually really cool because if you have natural hair, you know the products are not cheap. Yeah. And our hair drinks up every single ounce of it. So I'm very thankful and very blessed to receive hair products for free. <laughs> and as a thank you, um, I so sometimes I'll feature their products in a video. So I really like their line. So I made that for them. And it led to them sending me more stuff. So I have more stuff on the way because they really enjoyed that video. Yes. Speaking of videos, your work, your, I mean, how long does it take you to put your videos together? Your, your production is great. Um, I would say maybe like an hour max because I'm only showing you like 14 seconds. Like, yes, I filmed the entire process, but I chopped it all the way down to like 10 seconds because I look at it as you don't know me, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not Beyonce, I'm not Ariana Grande. People aren't going online to search for me. So if I do pop up on your timeline, 
I need your attention and I need you to engage on my posts and I need you to like my posts. So that's what I keep in my mind when I'm editing. How can I keep this person engaged and on my content for 10 seconds, for 15 seconds? Yeah. Or to save it or to share it or to follow me. So that's what I keep in mind. Yes, your production is amazing. And you I know you don't have a production crew because people have I asked wish. me this. <laughs> I wish. Oh my gosh. Like y'all don't understand. If I had a production team, it would be over. <laughs> it would be over. Like I already have a friend. She does video and photography. She's in Dallas. She's actually shot um she shot my maternity pictures as well as a few milestone pictures for Maya and I. Mm-hmm. And she's like, How can we work together? And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm in Austin. But if I was in Dallas with her, like she would be filming my hair videos. Like we, and we would like, I already see it in my head. We would be going to a studio. You know, they have studios that have like shower setups and sink setups. So we would utilize that and like get those angles. Like I can't wait for that. That's maybe when I hit like 300K, 500K, bigger budget. I'm coming for you, Priscilla. <laughs> and look, speaking of your your followers, look look at look at that those numbers twenty one k twenty one point one k subscribers on YouTube, right? Yes, that's YouTube. I don't even know how I got it. If and I'm look, being completely honest, look at that. I'm actually at twenty three. Yeah, you're twenty three now. now. Uh huh. On TikTok, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Over 13 million views on TikTok, over 10 million views on YouTube is crazy. You know, I, I used to want those views for when I was in the music scene yeah. and I couldn't get it. And it's just crazy how now I'm I'm actually yeah. being more authentic. I'm yeah. really being myself on camera mm-hmm. and I guess it's paying off. <laughs> I, I was about to say, because uh, people have asked me, you know, how, how is, I mean, Ramil is really doing it. How does she get in it? Do, does she pay for those? I said, no, to my knowledge. No, don't I don't pay. Like I said, I told myself, if I ever get one video to go viral again, I am taking full advantage. Yeah. Like I said, luckily I have the opportunity. I'm here at home. I can film all day. I can edit all day. Yeah. Um, but I try not to like film all day, edit all day. I really like to spend time with my daughter. Yeah. So usually I get things done in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, create a schedule, you know, like for me, when I wake up in the morning, I have to get dressed. So why not just put the camera on while I'm getting dressed. Why are you getting dressed? I already have to do the dishes. I already have to do laundry. Yeah. Just pull the camera out and record it. Then yeah. later on, if she takes a nap or something, yeah, I can edit and finish. Yeah. And finish. And speaking of doing the cleaning, let's look at one of your cleaning videos. I love it. Your production is amazing. It looks so good. It's clean and crisp. It looks like you paid a crew to do all of that. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. It's it's all me. Like I said, I can't I can't even wait to to have a creative director and a producer. Yes. 
yeah like I all know. right here in the bathroom telling me how to i don't know stand in the shower or something <laughs> i can't wait it'll be so cool i know it that's gonna be so exciting i love mm -hmm. your hair how you wearing it this morning that is so cute oh yeah thank you mm -hmm. simple this... and, deep and cool yes so yes. what's next for ramil um honestly i'm just gonna keep posting i'm gonna keep posting i'm gonna stay consistent um because i don't know i don't know what's in store mm -hmm. i've sure. i've been able to connect with a lot of people a lot of important people mm -hmm. and i just hope that eventually it'll lead me to the right person yes yeah you got some uh you receive endorsements from what are some of the lines you've worked with I've worked with um, Way. I've worked with Kaleidoscope Hair Products. Um, currently working with Amika Hair Products, mm -hmm. um, Kinkistry Hair Extensions. Um, 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 the list goes Bloom, on. Bloom Nutrition. Okay. Um, I'm currently, you know. If you click the link in my bio, whichever social media you have me on, mm -hmm. I have a website that has like all my discounts with people that I'm affiliated with. So 15% off Kaleidoscope, 10% off with Kinkistry. Um, even on YouTube now, I've done a few reviews on wigs and stuff. So check out the description box because you get like 10, 15% off on wigs. Wigs are expensive. Yes, yes, they are. Uh, I didn't realize that, you know, they've just been gifting them to me. So I'm like, oh yeah, but they're like really long, you know, the longer they are, the more they cost. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make sure you guys <laughs> check out the bio. So you, you all can see, uh, I have a tons of, and, and it's all random stuff because I promote all different things. So like if you need a new shower head, I got you on that. You need a bidet. I got you. You need hair extensions. I got you hair products. I got you. Wow, that's amazing. Before we go, can we get a, a, maybe a possible glimpse at, at Maya? Maybe she'll come in and say bye to us real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, we are talking to content creator and licensed esthetician in the Austin, Texas area, Ramil. Yay. She's about to um, hopefully let Maya say goodbye to us before get out of here on this episode it's been so great <laughs> this is we're gonna so come to her land okay. to baby land baby land Hi! <laughs> <laughs> hey maya oh you are so sweet what? yeah you're watching <laughs> your movies look at you <laughs> and loves you whoa look at uh-oh uh -huh. somebody's getting sleepy <laughs> bye. Tell everybody bye. We're about to go. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Real for uh, Ramil, for joining us on the show of Bring It in the House. And we'll see you guys next time. You're so welcome.